Beach Jewels. Welcome to this episode of All Things Iceland. I hope you all are having a wonderful start to April. I am sharing an episode that is quite fascinating to me, mainly because I was so surprised when I first visited in 2013 to find out that Iceland was more vegan friendly than I thought, than I could have ever imagined. And actually going forth from there, it has only become more and more vegan friendly. And I think a lot of people, which is fair, are often believing that if they're going to come to Iceland, that it's just meat, potatoes, fish, which culturally, yes, that is the case regarding traditional foods. But there is definitely variety here. And even those who are gluten free or neat, like gluten intolerant uh, for that matter, those individuals can also find that there are options for them, a decent amount of options. So just to know though, that this episode is not sponsored by any company. I've been plant-based for the last seven years. Actually, it's eight years. Wow. Okay. I just thought about that. (laughs) It's funny how time flies, first of all. But also that you can lose track of it. But this is something that, of course, is literally what I eat every day. And I know there are others who are sometimes doing meat-free Mondays or who just like to, you know, decrease the amount of meat they're eating. This is an episode for everyone. It's not just for those who are only plant-based or only vegan. But of course, for those who are, this is something that would be really helpful and to let you know that. In Iceland, it's possible for you to come here, have a great time, and not have to worry about whether or not you can find suitable food sources. So first, I want to start off with one fact about Iceland that is quite astonishing, and it's that Iceland is home to the largest all-vegan store in the world. In the world, people. Okay, there are 377,000 people in Iceland And somehow (laughs) the biggest vegan store is here. And I've had people reach out to me when I first put this on YouTube. And I'll have that video link in the show notes if you want to see the tour that I did around that store. Again, not sponsored. I just happen to shop there a lot. Really love it. Reached out to them and it was like, hey, I would like to show people around the store. Are you okay with that? And they were like, yeah, go for it. (laughs) So if you want to see that on allthingsiceland.com forward slash vegan friendly, you will then see this post, of course, in terms of the show notes, but the embedded video that is there that you can watch and enjoy. So there are two things that make it the largest vegan store in the world, the square meters of the place and also the amount of products. So the store is 700 square meters which is approximately 7,534 square feet. And product-wise, they have almost 6,000 products, all of them vegan and varying from, of course, foods, vegetables, and meaning like packaged foods and frozen foods, dry foods, protein, you know, powders, Things for makeup, if you need to buy soap, they actually have refillable containers that you can come and fill up. So also thinking about not wasting as much. And yeah, it is for me like a slice of heaven. I love going there. 
The only not so positive thing is the parking lot's not very nice. And that has to do with the fact that just the parking lots in this specific area, which is Skavon. So anywhere you drive there, regardless if it's at the vegan store or not, just happen to be a little bit bumpy and some potholes. So I just recommend that you drive with caution (laughs) because it kind of feels a little bit like a maze, but that has nothing to do with them and all to do with the fact that, yeah, they just need to be repaved, I think. So I absolutely love going there and I go every week to go and get myself some little special thing that I can't find anywhere else. And this is what for me makes this store so special is that it literally has variety of things that just are not available in the other grocery stores in Iceland. So I greatly appreciate it. And that's another reason why I wanted to share about it. But of course, you know, for those who are, let's just say, want to go out to eat, you're not looking to necessarily cook for yourself. I got you. No worries, because I'm going to share this list of vegan only restaurants. So meaning their their food there is only vegan food. And of course, everybody is welcome to it. And I will also share some places that I like going that you can take a mixed group of people. So those who want to order meat or they're those who might have other things that you're interested in or might have heard about and want to have some good food because in Reykjavik, especially where there are a ton of restaurants, the options are amazing. It's just, it's amazing to me that almost every restaurant in Reykjavik has a vegan option. Like almost all of them. I can't say a hundred percent all of them do because that wouldn't be fair. I'm sure there are some that don't. <laughs> And that's totally fine. But yeah, I, and I'll tell you a funny story as well. <laughs> we get to the end, kind of my random fact for the episode that made me laugh out loud because I just couldn't believe it. So, all right, starting off with the vegan only restaurants. So there's Vegan World Peace, which is an Asian inspired cuisine restaurant. And the atmosphere there is really beautiful. I totally recommend going there. And that one is also associated, I think they're the same owners of the ones who own Loving Hut. So just to be honest, I'll give my honest opinions about all these. So I've always enjoyed all the food at Vegan World Peace. Loving Hut, the atmosphere is different. Um, It's a little bit more fast foody looking. And also I've just felt like some of the food is maybe a little bit more greasier. (laughs) So uh, it's probably just what I was ordering. Perhaps some people really like it. And, you know, obviously... I don't want to take away from any place of business. So if you're interested in going there to Loving Hut, please do so. My choice between the two of those, though, is definitely Vegan World Peace. And then also, if you do want literally like burgers and things like that, Junkyard is, I believe they're moving locations. So they used to be in Skavon, but now I see that they're along the road on Cybrit. So I have to get, you know, I'll put, of course, in the show notes, all these places listed out. And their locations, or at least their Facebook pages, because Ison runs on Facebook. <laughs> I mean that literally. So it's also like just a random tidbit is that a lot of things go down on Facebook. Some companies in the country might not even have their own website, but they'll have a Facebook page. <laughs> so, And then there's a lot of groups and things like the vegan Iceland group, which is like people in Iceland who are sharing information with each other about restaurants or even establishments sharing like new vegan foods or pastries and things. So Mama Reykjavik, which is in the downtown area, and they're, I'm not exactly sure how to explain their cuisine, but they have a lot lot of different variety, some stews and really delicious. 
Whole Foods, you know, like Vegan World Peace, Junkyard, Loving Hut. Those places are more about like the fake meats, a lot of them, or tofu. Well, Mama Reykjavik comes from more of like a Whole Foods perspective. And the same with Mr. Joy. So Mr. Joy is one that is in Kopvod. So you have to drive a little bit outside of the downtown area. So it's still in Reykjavik metro area, but it's a fun drive. And the people there are so nice. They have delicious juices and as well as just the vibe is great. And also a Whole Foods perspective. Cat Cafe. <laughs> so this is adorable. If you, first of all, want to go and pet a cat and just spend time with a, a beautiful feline being uh, just roaming around enjoying their life. The Cat Cafe, which is in the downtown area, they don't make their own food, but they only serve vegan food. And I need to go back there because they have vegan waffles and I haven't tried that yet. And yeah, it is definitely a must. I will be there very soon. And actually, I'll probably be sharing that on Instagram or TikTok. So Definitely make sure to follow me over there just because I am such a fan <laughs> of just kind of giving people a little tidbits of information over on those platforms and of course on YouTube as well. And then there's Granola Barin, which is granola bar. <laughs> and it's just written out in Icelandic, which I think is pretty funny, uh, which is literally, you know, a place where you can get like bowls for, of granola and delicious foods. So so the ones like Mama, Mr. Joy, and Granola Barin, they come from a more Whole Foods place and are ones that are quite amazing. And here are a couple of suggestions of food places that you could have mixed company in terms of diets, meaning like people who eat meat and those who do not. And I think you would, you know, be able also to fit a decent amount of people are Sumak. So this is downtown as well, a restaurant called Punk. There's another one called Monkey, Duck and Rose. And I'm saying these from experience. So these are all places that if you go, food's really delicious and I hope you'll enjoy it, you know, <laughs> but uh, I do find them to be really good. 27 Matus, which is also a little bit of a drive. You have to go out to Kobor to get there. And then there's also... If you're looking for uh, brunch spots, Kohl uh, is one of my favorites. They have a bubble, like I think it's called Balmas Bubble Brunch or something. And me and my sister-in-laws, we have definitely gone there and had like a nice, you know, day drinking time. Floran. So Floran is actually in the Botanic Garden in Reykjavik. And they're open during the summertime, or at least when the weather starts to get warmer and I've had a vegan waffles there, which were really good. But again, they have different things you can eat. Pure Deli Spiran also has a buffet or a brunch type of options, a big spread of things. The Laundromat Cafe, they have a decent amount of vegan options, including a vegan breakfast. I wasn't the biggest fan of the scrambled tofu egg type of uh dish that they had, I'll just be honest. Um, at the time it tasted a little bit sour to me. So it's maybe just that day. I don't know, but they do have this kind of like huge breakfast you can try. And then also other options. Cuckoo's Nest is one that I believe it, they consider themselves to be vegetarian, but they have a lot of vegan options. Kopar is a restaurant that's like copper and that's over in the old Harbor. When it comes to grocery stores, I've already, of course, talked about Vegan Boothin, which is the vegan store that I mentioned earlier in this episode. 
And then you have like the regular stores, such as the ones that people are used to or are known in Iceland because they're much bigger and they're chains like Hagkoip, Netto, Bonus, Kronan, these types of stores. And all of them have, of course, vegetables and things, but they also all have like maybe faux meats, almond milk, oat milk, soy milk, rice milk, like the variety of non-dairy milks is quite high and all of these stores. So that's also something really awesome. And then you'll find like little snacks and things where they're listed as vegan, sometimes not always. And this is why I go to Vegan Boothin just so that I can be sure. So there's these Icelandic chips. I really love, they're so good. And they're called Stjörnu Paprikum and they're like star paprika or uh, and I guess red bell pepper flavor. They're amazing. They're so good and so crunchy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I could easily eat the whole bag. And that is definitely vegan. They sell them at Vegan Booth, but they also sell them everywhere else in terms of every other store. So these are the types of things I mean, where it's like, maybe you look at the packaging, you're like, I guess it is. If this is something that you're really concerned about. But like I said, you know, there are plenty of options also in other stores and it's just more about like roaming around, taking a look. Price-wise, Iceland for a lot of people can be very expensive. So just keep in mind that this is, you know, probably more expensive than you're used to, depending on if you're not from a big city like New York, for instance, where things, I was already used to like higher prices. So this doesn't come as that big of a surprise, but still going out to eat though. So I say like the grocery store prices are not as bad, but going out to eat at a restaurant it is not unheard of that even for something that is not like, you know, a gourmet meal or something, you'd be paying 20 or $30 for quite easily. And when it comes to pizza, oh yeah, I should have said this before. So I have <laughs> my favorite pizza place at the moment is Flatbakan, which is in Kopuot as well. So it's a little bit of a drive, but their vegan options are so good. And so I highly, highly, highly recommend them. And there are other places that have vegan options like Domino's. And on Tuesdays, they have this option of getting like a, dom a pizza for around $10. So yeah, there's, I feel like there's like so many different things that just come to mind. I'm not, I didn't really script this episode. It was more like, let's just get on and talk about how vegan friendly ice in it. And when you go around the country, because this is going to be, of course, for a lot of people, you'd be traveling around, which makes a lot of sense. And I highly recommend that you do and don't just spend all your time in Reykjavik. So I normally just look up places where I'm going. So if I was going to like the West Fjords or Snifel's Nest, the more remote the place is, the less restaurant options you'll find, but you'll still find plenty of options in the grocery stores. And that's something that I especially love. Like I spent three weeks in the West Fjords learning Icelandic and... I was totally happy because I was also staying, you know, in a cabin where I could cook and things like that. And I was totally happy with the netto options and I made plenty of food and I didn't have any issues. Now going out to eat, I did have to inquire at places if they had any options and they didn't really have that many in Isafjordur where I went. And I wasn't that surprised by it, just to be fair. So I was always prepared. But if you're going to go to like Akureyri or even like in Vik, places like this, where there are a lot more people who are stopping that are international and, you know, they're where they need more 
different options for individuals, then you will find it. So South Coast area, not a problem. And in East Iceland, for instance, there's a pizza place called Askur. The food was really good. I know Gunnar enjoyed his pizza, which was not vegan, and I really enjoyed mine that was. And even like places like Kvergerde, like as you're going from Reykjavik to other parts of the South Coast, there are so many different options. So North, South, it kind of doesn't matter, like I mentioned. You should be able to find something vegan or plant-based at the grocery stores or the gas stations. So not a worry there. So like, I just wanted to kind of give this overview because I do think that people are sometimes wondering, and then those who weren't wondering, but find this out are usually shocked. (laughs) Either way, I think actually both groups are shocked. I know I was, like I said, when I found out that there was the biggest vegan, all vegan store in the world was here. The more you know, you know, it's uh, incredible (laughs) to know that there's these types of things and kind of what's hidden away in Iceland. So moving on to the random fact of the episode is just a little story that I want to tell you that made me laugh because I definitely wasn't expecting it. So a couple of years ago, and this is all, of course, during COVID, but my mother-in-law was turning 70. And at that time, things had started to ease up. So she turned 70 in her birthday's end of May. And so we had been at, I think it was 20. 2020 is when this happened. So things really started to change regarding like numbers and and things. So I had 2020 or 2021. So don't quote me on that. But the whole point is that around this time, we all felt like it was okay for us to get together with her because she has an autoimmune disease. So we had been like really cautious of like staying away. So we're planning this birthday and I hear from my sister-in-law that we're all going to be going to this restaurant called Meat. Meat. Reykjavik, like meat meaning M-E-A-T, right? And I was like, okay, do you not want me to go <laughs> to the party? And they're like, no, 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 no. We looked it up. We called them and they have vegan options. So for this particular meal is that we, we're going to be having like four courses. So I was like, okay, they're probably just going to like throw, you know, grilled vegetables at me or something. <laughs> like all the side things and call it a day. When we got there, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, yes, I did have cauliflower as one of my dishes. <laughs> now, it was really delicious, though. Like everything was really delicious, and it felt like it had been thought out, as well as the dessert, which was this chocolate ganache thing. I mean, it just—it's a little while ago, so I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. Way better than some of the restaurants I've been to, where you know they do normally just give you sorbet. Which I'm not trying to say anything against sorbet, but I'm much more of a like creamy, rich dessert person. Like if I'm going to go for dessert, I really want it to be amazing. And this was so good. One of the best vegan desserts I've had at a restaurant. So that was just a pleasant surprise, really random for me. And in this case, I mean, I feel like it's justified to judge a book by its cover. I mean, the place is called Meat. (laughs) Um, But come to find out, you know, doing that, I would have never known that they had really delicious options for food. So just a random thing I wanted to share. And then for the Icelandic word of the episode is very easy. And it's the word for vegan in Icelandic, which is vegan. So if you ever need to say like, I am vegan, you can say yeg er vegan. And the majority of people know what that means here. So if you're saying like, I don't, you know, obviously you don't have to say I don't eat meat, whatever. 
they'll understand that means no meat, no dairy, like no eggs, things like this. Like they understand that. So it's very nice also to come to a place where you don't have to feel like you have to inform people too much. I hope you enjoyed finding out that Iceland is way more vegan friendly than you might have assumed. And for anyone in your life who might be plant-based or is even just dabbling in eating less meat or traveling to Iceland and would find this information useful, please feel free to share it with them. As always, Thakathir Kailagat Fidit Ak Krusta Bug Chams Fidit.